0: What is up, survivors, and welcome back to the Surviving the Cancel podcast. Um, this is part four of how to profitably build a cult-like attention around your unpopular opinions in the cancel culture era, um, and today we're going to continue the story of me moving from Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland, where I was born, to Los Angeles um, with $300 in my bank account, and it was really in Los Angeles for the first time where I discovered what a social business was, and... You know, how it is that we basically can build systems, uh, and it's not marketing, because, you know, how we build systems to create social movements in the world, uh, and therefore define and create culture. Um, How we essentially force the mass adoption of our unpopular opinions very quickly. Um, So that's what I want to talk about in this podcast episode. Um, I realized something... If y'all like these stories that I'm telling in this podcast episodes, uh, rate rate the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Like, like, and rate, and leave a comment under the podcast, because that's how the podcast gets discovered. I noticed recently we got a wave of new listeners, and, you know, the numbers are kind of steadily rising. Um, and so I appreciate that. And also, if you want to skip this entire story that I'm telling and just learn how do you get your unpopular opinions how do you create die-hard fans if you're unpopular opinions um enforce mass adoption just go to www.survivingthecancel.com and over there it's actually shut down right now but try it anyway because right now it's march 5th but if you go over there um at a later date it might be open um survivingthecancel.com uh but without further ado oh yeah yeah what i was saying is i actually like telling stories a lot so I'm going to take a long time with this and it's probably going to be broken into so many different parts so I'm going to go granular on the details because that's something I appreciate I think that's something you might appreciate so you gotta let me set the scene for you. you gotta imagine who I am you know in order for this entire next segment to really make sense and to appreciate it with the depth in which you know I had um, for me I grew up as I explained in the last few podcast episodes, I grew up without a lot of money you know, I grew up without, I, you know, I had a very short leash, and I didn't really travel a lot, and because, not because of that, but, you know, because of how I am genetically, and also because of that, you know, travel and experience in life is something that's always been at the forefront of my mind, I <clears> got <throat> gonna have a mucus in my throat, I'm sorry, um, but it's always been something that's been super pertinent to my life, you know, it's uh, it's, it's been paramount, I always wanted to get out and and see the world and i have a brother back home that he's the same way and you know you sit there and i used to watch youtube videos of people walking through la and of the beaches in la and the beaches in miami and all these different things like i used to watch the world through like the hodge twins vlogs and things like that because i never been anywhere you know and that was all of high school i was a full-grown adult by the time i seen the ocean for the first time at 18 years old and I didn't really get to see it many times after that either. I mean, I can count on my right hand how many times I've been to the ocean. Well, I've been to the ocean hundreds of times now because I'm I'm out in the world. But, you know, I, I have a brother. He's about 27 years old. He's never seen the ocean, partially because he's in prison. But only me and my other brother, my other older brother, only two out of five have seen the ocean and been to other states and other countries and things like that. I've never been to another country, but I've been to another other states, and so to set the scene, man, like you know, uh it was a it was a rainy, rainy. It had rained the day we were set to leave, or the day before, but the day we were set to leave, it was it was actually a bright and sunny day, and you know, it it didn't really seem realistic, you know, because of what had happened, because I had, you know was essentially canceled by my family for, uh. And rightfully so. They have the right to choose and, and do what they want with their home. There's, there's no hard feelings there. I don't want to portray it like that. Um, they've been loving and supporting uh, as much as they could can. You know, as much as a person can uh, during this leg of the journey. But at that point in time, you know, because we had a little disagreement, we weren't really speaking. And so, the day I was set to, to leave off to L.A., um, I was actually living at my girlfriend's house, and, you know, I hugged her mother and her grandmother, you know, before I left, which was, you know, odd, but then I set off across, you know, we, we got in the car, I remember loading up the car that day, um, getting in the car and pulling out of the driveway, just like we would routinely any other day, and it felt normal for a long time, until we drove, left down her street and out of the little suburban cul de sac where it was bright and sunny and familiar and, um, you know, slightly chilly because it was November 24th, the day we left, and, um, the leaves were turning and things like that, but it was a beautiful day. And I remember turning out of that cul de sac and driving down the road and turning onto the highway just like we would normally. And then we stayed on the highway, and we kept on the highway, and we kept on the highway, and everything that we loved and grew up with and that was familiar started to disappear. started to shrink and shrink and shrink. And, like, the feeling was, like, it didn't feel like we were going anywhere. It didn't feel like we would actually go to L.A. It just felt like we were just driving, maybe, to the set of the movie she was working on in D.C., or maybe to Ocean City, like we would go to. Or maybe, like, it didn't feel like we were leaving. But as we got further and further away from home, like, You know, there's a funny feeling associated with leaving places or going on vacation, going places you've never been. Like, it's a feeling like you're detached. It's a feeling like you're free and you're just floating in the world. And, you know, it's a a etherealness to it, if that's the word. And so um, we started sliding along the highway and um, pretty much it was, you know, for the first leg of the journey, it was just hours and hours and hours on the highway, just, you know, talking about everything under the sun and You know, singing, you know, uh, whatever songs that we liked. Um, Just looking at the trees because we are in Maryland. So we're passing through Maryland and, you know, we're looking at the trees that are surrounding us. Because it's like a forest state and it's fall. So all the trees are reds and orange and yellows and greens and all types of crazy stuff. And, you know, it's the most beautiful setting as we're sliding through there to our first destination, which I believe was actually Virginia West Virginia. Uh, I believe we stopped in either Virginia or... I have to look at the map. Let me look at the map. Because I don't even know which state's attached to which, even though I live here all my life. So let's look at the map. I can, I can pretty much remember where we stopped at the first time. If I just look at this motherfucker. Um, so where's Maryland on the map? Mm it's kind of hard to find because... This map is here we go, Maryland. So then there's Virginia. Then there's North Carolina. Yeah, I believe. I believe. We either stopped at Virginia. Or we drove all the way through Virginia. And we stopped at the tip of Tennessee. My instinct tells me we stopped in Tennessee. Um... Yeah, so we, we pretty much rolled throughout the night. I mean, rolled throughout the day. Uh, and when we were rolling r- through the, through the highway, you know, that first night, those first few nights actually, were so enchanting. Super, 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 super crazy. Like, when you set off to a big city that you've never been to, first off, there's so much wonder to it. There's so much magic and fantasy to it. It's like, what is this gonna be like? What is this trip gonna be like? I I have negative three hundred dollars, but it's still like an experience that's like drawn on my heartstrings. It's a beautiful experience. Like it just filled my soul to finally be out and on the road and prepared to see Malibu and you know, these beaches that I watched on YouTube all my life. Um but, you know, Maryland is such a beautiful state. Uh Virginia, you know, one thing you realize when you're leaving home and when you're traveling down the east coast it's pretty much maryland all the way until you hit like texas everything looks exactly the same on the east coast until you hit like texas it's all like that small like you know you know hindsight is 2020 so i didn't realize what i would refer to it as but because at first it was just home but when you get to this place like la and everything's modern and glass and high tech and things like that um you really can say things like this. H- home looks like Southern. It looks like a big ass ranch. It looks like a farm, like or like a you know, it's this movie called Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, and it looks like he's like living in a hail a hail a, a what is was those things called? Uh you know, the things that the, the horses eat. I'm blanking out. A bay of hail, I think it is. A bay of hail. Hail of bay. Oh, a bale of hay! Like he's looking like he's living in a bale of hay. Uh, I say, "Hail!" <laughs> hay is the word. Um, but yeah, everything looks southern and in in and, and forested. It looks like you're living in the woods, and the houses are like made out of like siding. I don't know what you call that material, but that plasticky, woodish, faux wood material. Um, everything was like that heading all the way down the East Coast, and so. You know, the first few days was beautiful, and I don't know why, maybe it was because it was fall or approaching winter, but the sunsets those first few days were just uh, amazing, man. I remember uh, the the first night, I think it was, riding down the highway, and I, I was playing Under Pressure by Logic, because I played a combination of songs during this particular period, but just by sunset, I played Under Pressure by Logic, because that's the feeling I always, the song I always go back to when I feel Under Pressure when I feel like I'm, I, I need to be focused in, and, and, you know. But I was also listening to L.A. by Brent Faez and and what's that other song by Brent Faiers? Mm, mm, I was just really playing through his track track list essentially, um. And and so we're riding, and, and the sunset is like, the most gorgeous sunset I've probably seen to, in my life to this day. It was like, the entire sky. At the horizon was like a fat glob, deep pink orange. Like, it was just a line of deep pink orange. Like, I'd never seen anything like it. I have pictures of it. And just above it was just like... A slight bit of blue and then just black. Like, it was the most amazing, like... You know, and we're surrounded by all these forests, and it's just a strip of highway, and it's pretty much empty, and we're riding, and, you know, we're going into Virginia and Tennessee, so we're starting to see mountains and things like that, and the elevations are changing around us, and it's just us in the car, and music, and food, and it was amazing, man, but that first night, we stopped in Tennessee, I believe, and when we got there, um, You know, mind you, we're traveling across the country, we got snacks behind us in the back and everything, but there's not a lot of space in the car because we got our belongings, our suitcases, our snacks, and everything. And so we stopped in Tennessee to rest stop the first night, which I loved doing, and uh, we turned off the car to try to go to sleep, and that first night was actually pretty freaking cold. It was probably like 29 degrees or something like that, and we were sleeping like under like blankets in the, you know, in the driver and passenger seat, and barely had enough room to even move. But like we were bundled up and I was like freezing, like fully clothed, blanket on. Like I was cold, man. Like I was cold that first night. Like it was not good at all, you know, but it was, it, it was nice because I don't know. I just like the rest of us. I like fooling around with the snack machines and going on trips and things like that. So I was, I was pretty excited. I was pretty joyed. But, but that first night was cold and we woke up in Tennessee and there was like a, a frost on the grass. I remember it was a big, beautiful east coast morning, and it was like a light layer of frost on the grass and the trees like essentially it was a rest stop and essentially it was like facing like a, the, the highway and it was just trees like behind it and on the other side of the road going as far as the eye could see and all these trees were different colors different reds and yellows and tennessee was beautiful tennessee what's, what's the matter with me so we wake up at that rest stop we blow past there uh and the sun starts to rise in the morning and it starts to heat up a little bit probably 40 degrees ish or something like that 40 45 it started to get a little warm okay it, you know that's that's the theme that I'm going to I'm trying to promote here and um so we're passing through Tennessee we stopped at Nashville um and actually got out and went to the Grammy Museum cuz I love music my girlfriend took me to the Grammy Museum and um and uh what else did we do in Nashville? I guess we must have ate something, ate some type of food, and we walked around the city. Nashville was a beautiful, quaint little city. Um, one of the guys on the Surviving to Cancel Summit, Brady Morgan, is actually from Nashville. So, Surviving to Cancel.com. Um, another thing, driving through Tennessee, we seen um, um the Smoky Mountains. They have these things in Tennessee called the Smoky Mountains. So, it's like all the woods in Maryland started to like change into, like, mountainous regions as we passed through Virginia and Tennessee, and, and, but Tennessee was, like, a little more rocky, like, it had a lot of rocks and things like that, and, uh, you know, but, but we were driving through this mountain range, and it was, like, a strange layer of mist, like, hovering over the mountains, and, like, look mysterious, and it, it was a super, super beautiful, super, super beautiful, Um from Tennessee, where do we go, uh, where do we go, we go from Tennessee We drove straight across Tennessee. So I believe we went to Arkansas. Yeah, we passed through Arkansas. We kind of just blew through Arkansas. I don't think I have any phone memories or anything of Arkansas. Cut past the tip of Oklahoma or or came close to it. But then from there, we rode into the city that I I suppose I'm named after. I don't really know. uh, The city of Dallas. And Dallas was cool. Uh, Dallas was the first place we encountered, like, homeless people. Like, you go to L.A., it's like a homeless issue. But in Dallas was the first place, like, it was, like, homeless people. Like, wow, I've never seen this many people that are without homes. Um, so that was just, like, mind-blowing, but not, like, super mind-blowing because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't crazy like L.A. is. And, but we went through the city of Dallas. You know, it was one, one moment in, in Dallas where it was this group of people uh, that were Asian, and they, like, literally ran up to me and my girlfriend, and, like, they didn't really speak English, so I I don't really know what the whole big deal was, but they, like, started taking selfies and pictures with us and stuff, like, they hopped off this bus, like, I guess they were, like, tourists from a foreign country, and, you know, they started taking pictures and selfies with us and shit like that, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, like, I think they were taking pictures of us because we were black, and they'd never seen black people before, which is, like, I know A lot of people probably get mad about that, but I thought it was cool like I was like, you know I'm glad I could be something like like a spectacle for you like I'm glad I could be something that you you know that you know the first time you experience something in real life and it's just it's fascinating it's new and it's exciting like they look happy and 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 exciting like they were having a good time, so I was having a good time, and it's just weird my my picture's probably on someone's social media somewhere um but yeah they they were like mind blown when they saw me and my girlfriend like, "What the hell are these people? <laughs> like shit was so funny um I don't know, I enjoyed that, but that was that was Dallas, and uh you know, where you're we walking through the city, Dallas is like a real cool like city, it was a cool city um and not much to say about it, but I mean, you just kinda had to be there, but it was cool, it was beautiful, we got starbucks and and that was good. And um I love Starbucks so much. One of my one of the things that kept me alive through this entire journey was going to Starbucks and ordering a strawberry I refresher with no strawberries. Uh just just a beautiful thing. It wasn't until I got to LA because in LA, like as you drive across the country through the south and all the way up to LA, the personalities of the world have like they begin to change. And when you get to LA, people are very, very nice. Like people like customer service in LA is is LA is really the only first world country. It's not a country, but it's the only first world country, if I'm being honest. People might get mad. People say, oh, the homelessness issue, you know, we're going to Texas and all this. L.A. is the first world country, and it's the only first world country. And I say surviving the cancer, and I feel like people might misinterpret my views on this podcast to be one way or another. You know, I'm just going to be completely frank about it. Like, I'm not left-leaning, and I'm not right-leaning. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Republican or Democrat. Like, I don't focus on those types of things. I don't really care about those types of things. I just care about people having voices, people being able to speak. You know, people think surviving the cancel is like, oh, they cancel us for liking Trump or our political views, and they do. But you know, that might be a right thing. But on the left, at the same time, I'm pro, you know, LGBTQ plus. Like, if you're a trans person, if you're somebody that's gay, bi, lesbian, whatever, like I, you know, you know, man, I support you. And one of my favorite things of last year was that LA had uh you know the the you know the building out here in the city uh had like the rainbow on it for the lgbtq plus community and that's something that I really enjoy. Um but I feel like LA is like one you know I see gay couples walking down the street all the time holding hands and things like that and they're happy and they're enjoying their life and they can do that out here and they couldn't do that where I'm from. Not at all places at least. You can't do that out here but most places out here you can do that. You know in 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 People have love without having fear. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Now, I think conversely, L.A. can be more welcoming to people who have, you know, opposing political views and and things like that. But you know, I try to be fair to everybody, man. If if you, you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of people who like Trump who were on the summit, on the Surviving the Cancel Summit, and there was a lot of people who didn't like him on the summit, and Regardless of what you choose You know what I'm saying As long as you're not carrying it out with violence um, I fuck with you You know what I mean And I want you to live And I want you to have life And I want you to be happy And I want you to be able to share what it is That you feel in your heart um, And I feel like LA has Like you know LA has a lot of Trump supporters Like they stand on the bridge with their Trump flags And things like that And you know uh, Even beyond Trump Like people who are religious People who are You know conservative in values and things like that you know, but I feel like L.A. has the most inclusion of any place in the world. And it's a beautiful place, even though people seemingly dislike like it. Uh, there's a homelessness problem, but, you know, uh, it's a beautiful place, man. Here, you know, the, 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 the attitudes of the people here driving is, is for a long time was out of control, but they're all right now. And but 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 the the politeness and kindness of the workers here is unmatched. You go through any drive through here they'll they'll hook you up and they'll they'll be very kind about it. And so the point I'm bringing is when I first got here, you know, I ordered a Strawberry Acai Refresher at the Starbucks and the lady was like, hey, you know, one of my favorite thing, ones is like I ordered a Strawberry Acai Refresher, right? But instead of the lemonade, what I put in it is the apple juice. And I'm like, you know what, give me that. I'm like, let, me, let me try that real quick. And so I tried that for the first time when I got here. It completely changed my world. It's a beautiful drink. Strawberry Acai Refresher but, remove the strawberries, and instead of lemonade, apple juice. Mm. Just, uh, you can say it to them just like that if you don't order, order Starbucks very often. But, it's just a beautiful drink, man. But, that kept me up, you know, on my way across the country. And so, we passed through Dallas and Texas, man. Texas was weird as fuck, man. Texas was strange. We were just passing through North Texas. And, and you know, the part of Texas that's like the very tip, and it's like that little square is where things just got completely strange. Like, Texas is where the United States changed to, like, Midwest. Like, Arkansas and Tennessee was like, that's East Coast. But as soon as you hit Texas, it's like, what the hell is this? Like, it starts to transition to, like, Mars, you know. Um, Dallas is pretty regular. But I I believe in Texas we started seeing palm trees for the first time and shit. Or maybe Arkansas. Um, Maybe even Tennessee. I believe it started in Arkansas, though. or, or, Or around Texas area started getting real tropical um but driving through the top of texas is it, it, it was it was it was an experience man like texas we stopped at this one mcdonald's and like we couldn't even like legitimately like because it was the only place in like thousands and thousands of miles like going through the top part of texas it was just like desert and nothing else flat land smog or, or dust rather so prevalent that it literally blocked out the sun like it wasn't dark but it was like a haze orange like it looked like one of those sepia like you know movies of mexico like we're drawing like it's just like dirt and dust like rattlesnake breaking bad type beat. Little plateaus, first out place we were starting to see plateaus and things like that, like just weird, like Wild West vibes. Like it just immediately switched when you hit Texas, and we're driving through Texas and like I remember it's like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of literally nothing, and then patches of small towns, like just weird. Like what the hell is this? <laughs> like, you know, I I enjoyed it, but like then we stopped at this one McDonald's because it was the first normal place that we saw and like they didn't put no sweetness in the tea and like i remember going out of that texas and it was just dust, and it was like a storm like the wind was blowing so fucking hard like we couldn't even like we were fighting to get back to the car and got back to the car and just pulled out like but then it was just miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of nothing heading all the way into new mexico i think even before this when we passed through dallas or before we got to dallas one of the things that was fascinating about texas is that we stopped in like a rest stop and, you know, we stopped at that rest stop. And we had been driving all the way from, like, since we left Nashville at that point. Or, yeah, just about since we left Nashville. We crossed through those two states. It was deep in, night, in the night. Yeah, like a thief in the night at that point in time. And we stopped in, 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 at the rest stop in Texas. And we got out the car. And, like, it was the middle of the night. It was, like, 70 degrees. Like, that was the most amazing. Like, imagine, like, just a day or two uh, prior to us you know, getting to Texas, it was freezing cold, and then we get in Texas, and like, I'm somebody that loves the spring, that loves the summer, and I'm happy, and so excited that it's coming back around, but we stopped in Texas that night, and got out at this rest stop, and like, it was a clean, nice, beautiful rest, I love rest stops, it was clean, clean bathrooms, nice, well lit, you know, had like a pond with some grass, and a playground, like, it was a beautiful rest stop, and we got out of the car, and was you know, I got out that bitch with a t-shirt on, like, and I felt good. Like, it was amazing to really just teleport into the springtime coming from the winter and even coming from the first night of being freezing cold in my sleep. We slept good that night, man. Eating snacks, talking, and just slept in the car. Uh, So from Texas, however, we, you know, everything was warm since then. We got to, we, we started driving through New Mexico. And New Mexico was, like, legitimately like being on the moon. Like, it was nothing but, like moon rocks, like it was crazy, like there were, between Texas and New Mexico there were some rest stops that we stopped at not rest stops, but some places that we stopped at to buy stuff that were completely shady, like trucking stops and shit like that like, where the people just looked grisly and weird and strange um, but we started heading into like, we just got out of there, half of those we started heading into New Mexico and New Mexico was was super beautiful, super cool, like we New Mexico was the first place that was like getting like mountainous mountainous like Mexico was like like le- legitimately the moon Um there's not much else to say about New Mexico Uh I think passing through New Mexico um it might have been New Mexico Arizona-ish was the first place where it was like a lot of Native American memorabilia and stores and things like that and small little towns and you know uh, a bunch of things that we had never seen before like it was like a bunch of little mini towns like like we'd be driving on the highway, there would be like a little ravine, and like in the ravine, there'd be like little small towns, like not like a town town, but like like a couple little houses, like just strange. Um, in 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 New Mexico, things like with Texas, was, like brown and dusty, New Mexico is like red, like Arizona, like red rocks, and you know red rocks, and then like moon colored rocks and things like that. We stopped at a hotel and um, for the first time in New Mexico, and um that hotel was it, it was nice we were looking out the window and you know there were rocks everywhere and were mountains and i remember passing through between two mountains on the highway to get there and was like in the ravine between the two mountains it was like a bunch of lights because there were a bunch of houses down there little houses and you know like a village or something like that it was super super amazing um but yeah that was the first time we started seeing mountain mountains like wow these is a, these are mountains dog uh, so we passed from New Mexico After we stayed at that hotel Into Arizona New Mexico was the place that screwed me over Because at the hotel I had like $2 or something like that Because I might have got paid from ghostwriting by that point And I spent it on a vending machine And I think I had hit the button And like you know how the, like your card Like it subtracts things after the fact Like it's, it subtracted the money after the fact I bought a monster from the vending machine First time in a long time I had a monster It was amazing And I drank the monster And uh like my, my car went into overdraft and insufficient funds because of that, and it was all downhill on the way to California, like by the time I got to California, I had like two hundred in overdraft. It was just craziness uh but we passed through there, we went through arizona Arizona it was uh it was cool it was- you know uh where is Arizona? Yeah, we passed through Arizona. It wasn't much happening in Arizona. We kind of blew through there. We stopped at a place called. Flagstaff, uh, and went to the Walmart, because my girlfriend had, like, a cramp on her side, or something like that, and she got an icy hot patch, and, you know, uh Flagstaff was cool, I mean, I met this guy in Flagstaff on the side of the road, he needed a little bit of, uh, a cash, his name was, uh, Jared Cody, um, and Jared Cody was a musician, I believe he was, I got, I got you in my notes, man, but, uh, you know, I remember him talking about a lot of the things that he went through, and, um, you know, he went through a lot. Jared was going through a lot. And, um, you know, he told me to write a song. because told him I was a rapper. He told me to write a song about this place. He write a song about this little place called Flagstaff. And I told him I would, and I left. And uh, it's such an emotional episode. I don't know why. But, you know, he had been through a lot. And um, I didn't have anything, but we just helped him out a little bit. And, you know, continued... Mm-hmm you know, kept it pushing, you know, we had an envelope that my grandmother had given my girlfriend had a few dollars in it, and, you know, and we kept it pushing, okay, so we went from there, and we actually went up to Las Vegas, my girlfriend wanted to go to Las Vegas, uh, in Las Vegas, we stayed, like, in, like, some hotel against the club, and I tell you what, man, Las Vegas, by the time we hit Las Vegas, it was Thanksgiving, and I absolutely freaking hated Las Vegas, man, I hated, hated, hated Las Vegas, like, I remember pulling through the mountains and seeing Las Vegas at the bottom of the hill in like, the little ravine. It was just a bunch of lights, and it looked so gorgeous. But we pulled into Las Vegas. I don't know. It must have been on my period at the time or something like that. But, because I do get like that for, for whatever the fucking reason. Like, uh, but I pulled in Las Vegas. It was just people doing everything, going everywhere. It was just, like, too much, like, you know, glee and joyful and play for me. Like, I don't really like party type environments and it seemed like a strictly party city where people were just going to party and it was just like oh my god kill me and so we 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 got this little hotel that was above a club and you know the hotel was cool and all that but I don't know Vegas was a hard time for me and you know it was uh Thanksgiving and I I don't think I called home on Thanksgiving or anything like that but we had went to Cracker Barrel and got a little meal and you know ate it and Vegas was cool. We drove down the strip a bunch of times. And, my, you know, Alexis, my girlfriend, really loved it. She really liked Vegas. But I struggled in Vegas. And uh, it rained some of the time in Vegas. It was weird. Um, and from Vegas, we kind of, from there, just went straight. <coughs> we went a little bit around Nevada. And um, in Nevada, we seen, like, the houses. Like, I used to watch this guy. Well, I watched this guy named Chuck. It's Crucial Watts. On um, on YouTube, and he explores like really nice modern houses. In Enes miser they both explore really nice modern houses. But Chuck would say, I used to watch him on YouTube all the time. We used to have him on the screen at home and watch some of the houses that he would tour. And we, he, he's an awesome. He's a, he's a realtor in in Nevada, and you know, so we drove down around. Nevada a little bit, and that was the first time we started seeing some of these houses that we were seeing on YouTube and things like that. And it was it was crazy. It was it was crazy. Um it was wild. Like some of these houses were so big and so modern and so amazing. And so we went from there though, we went straight to California. And I remember it was pretty much just mountains and desert and things like that, riding through California, because we had to ride through Mojave. But California mountains are just completely built different. Like they were crazy. A lot of the mountains in the previous day, we see them at night. But when we were driving into California, like it, it was it was it was it was insane. Um you know, we were driving through the Mojave. it was straight just flat land, but started to turn into like mountains and things like that. And I remember when we were driving through this passway of mountains, I have the video on my phone. You know, it started like like it just really randomly in the middle of the desert it started snowing like it was like snow just coming down in the middle of this damn desert like it was snow but it was like sunlight too and it was just like just weird combination of things and you know um people like i guess people in this region has never really seen snow so people were like pulling over to the side of the road getting out like like getting out of their cars and putting their hands out it was like that was probably the most magical moment of the whole trip people were like legitimately pulling off to the side of the road, getting out of the car and, you know, sticking their tongue out and like, oh my God, like freaking out, like, (coughs) but seeing the mountain ranges and the snow on top of them and the snow coming down on top of us was just, it was just, it was just crazy. It was just, it was just insane. A little further up that road, we stopped at a rest stop and the wind was whipping so crazy and it was just freezing cold out. I don't even know why, but it was freezing cold when we first got to California. It was awfully cold. And, um, so we headed f- through the mountain pass. I just want to emphasize this, though. Like, can you imagine these mountains on either side of us? First time we ever seen something like this. It's just snowing the first time we get to California. It was amazing. And so we headed through the mountains to Brea. We stopped at Brea in this hotel called La Quinta. Uh, and, um, it was a mountain range just outside of the hotel. It was a beautiful place to stay and all that. And then from there, we headed into L.A. And I believe the first place we got to L.A., we stayed at that hotel overnight, uh, my girlfriend got her nails done, and, and all that cool stuff, and, you know, it, it was just a beautiful hotel, it was, it was great, um, it was this couple outside of the hotel room that day we were staying there, and the guy was, like, driving the truck, and the girl, like, she was, like, running after him. like, he was driving, like, three miles an hour or something, like, real slow, and his girlfriend was, like, trying to, like, pull the door open and get in the car, and... She, you know, it was funny at first when she started crying and all types of stuff. It was he was just playing with her though. But so we go from Brea. Brea is an amazing place. I remember we went to the mall in Brea, and just like mind blown about how the fancy and upscale the mall was. Brea is such a beautiful area. You know, it 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 is it is just palm trees and and warmth when it wants to be, and you can see the mountain ranges with the snow on top and. You know all these fancy stores it's clean it's nice like brea is like amazing and so we went from brea and into los angeles and um you know that's where we stopped in los angeles when we first got to los angeles i believe we entered in through glendale or burbank i'm inclined to say it was glendale and um yeah we we, we got to california and um california like I said in mean, California was 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 amazing it was beautiful and uh the first place we stopped was where was the first place we stopped in California California the first place we stopped was in Glendale um it was this little spanish style home that was yellow and in the backyard it had like a little guest house is what you would call it and that's the first place we stopped and that's the first place we stayed. Um we went to the Ralph's around the corner or the Trader Joe's or whatever it was, uh, and got some food and we stayed there for seven days and you know, uh that was the beginning of this amazing journey that we're on now. Um but the first seven days in uh man, I like I said, I, I really wanna take time to get granular with these stories and with these ideas, and so I'm gonna stop right here. I don't want these podcast episodes to get too long. Um, so I'm legitimately going to stop right here. I know I didn't explain or teach you anything in this podcast though, but I, I hope you can appreciate the story and, you know, you know, feel like you're crossing the country with me and feel like you're going through all these things and these amazing adventures. Um, but I am going to cut it short because I know when I start getting lengthy with the podcast those people stop, you know, the, the the listeners start to drop off a little bit. And so, I want to end it right here. If you just want to get straight to the point, surviving to cancel.com, uh, Please review this podcast and like it and things like that and comment under it uh, if you enjoyed it. This this was this was a super, super, super amazing episode for me. I really enjoyed making this one. My name is Dallas. This is a Surviving the Cancer Podcast. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the financial struggles of getting here with negative bank account and going from Airbnb to, Airbnb to Airbnb to Airbnb to hotel to Motel just to try to find an apartment and a place to stay with no income, no money, and you know, for the first seven days, staying at this place in Glendale. We didn't really have enough money to afford all the hotels, and so we also had a plan in place. We were going to go and find an apartment here or whatever. But we are right. like, we got there December first or December second. Um, we actually got there December first, I believe, and got to our Airbnb that day. And what we were going to do was stay between December first and December twenty second, fly home on the twenty third. And then fly back out on January 6th. And she was going to continue classes. Classes ceased for the holiday break. So we were just going to fly home and then fly back out. And so the next mission when we arrived to California was just to survive to the 23rd on the money and funds that we had. Um, I remember first getting to that Airbnb and feeling like how, like, I imagine most parents or someone must have felt when they were younger. I remember feeling like the finiteness of resources and, and, you know, around me. I remember feeling every time i use something i'm like freaking out like oh my god like how are we gonna buy more water or more food or more of this because we didn't really have a way or strategy to do that like i remember like being heavily anxious and 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 things like that when i first got here to california and i remember getting on the computer every day working with the clients that i had and just hustling hustling to get new clients and hustling to make money and it was cold calling on the phone every day and just to make this ghostwriter business work so we had enough money to actually live our lives and make sure that we can eat and not have to sleep in a car and you know all those crazy things, man, it gets crazy in this next episode. So, I hope you listen to part five. This is part four. I appreciate your attentiveness so far. Like I said, this is Dallas' Surviving Cancel podcast. Go to com if you want to view the summit. It might not be up right now, but it'll be up momentarily. You know, I got it shut down right now because I'm doing some changes to it. Um, But without further ado, thank you for listening and uh, peace out.